0: In the lights because it's time for the feature presentation of the Box Office Preview Podcast. I am your host, Greg Earhart, contributor to Onstage Blog and On Screen. Joining me today, my co-host. When asked what his sexual preferences are, his answer is always <laughs> Ryan Johnson Sexual. <laughs> it's on screen chief critic Ken Jones. <laughs> Ken, welcome. How are you? <laughs> am I gonna
1: get myself in trouble if I say I, I love the Johnson? Ah, there you go. There you go.
0: (laughs) Well, audiences loved Frozen uh, 2 this weekend. Yes, Uh, they did. Very nice opening. Uh, We had, it came in just right in line with expectations. In fact, I would say a little bit less. It came in at 127 million. It was looking like it could potentially hit the one higher than 140, but it looks like Saturday and Sunday were. A bit lower than expected uh considering where friday ended up um usually with box office trends for animated movies saturday is like a big Saturday's much bigger than yeah. fridays um for adult movies fridays usually uh, friday saturday sunday are usually fairly equal um so it's a little bit of a surprise that it's playing out like an adult movie so far but 127 uh, is a great number for it I expect uh, many families will be like my family. They're just going to wait for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend to watch this. So I expect a very big jump into next weekend. So
1: you're saying this weekend, many families just let it go?
0: Oh, Come on, it's too <laughs> soon for that. Come on, I'm come sorry. On. Come on, <laughs> come on. Um, so I apologize. So I honestly, I would, I would say, if we ended next weekend at 300 million, that wouldn't shock me. Um, I mean that that would that's a big one, but you know, just if we had to make a bold prediction, um, it wouldn't. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Uh, and then also for new releases, we had a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A solid number, thirteen and a half million. They get below my expectations uh, pretty significantly. I really thought this could be high teens, even maybe even lower twenties. Um, the experts seem to think this is a fine number again, I think with Tom Hanks and the fact this was a 96% rotten tomato score, 13 half seems a little low, low to me. Well,
1: yeah, but I think the other thing with this movie, it's, it's going to have legs. I think. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. I, I, the opening, I, I don't think a, a lower opening weekend is going to impact, uh, as much as say like Dr.
0: Sleep. Underperforming. Right. This is right. Right. And, you know? right, and people are not going to rush out to see the movie. Um, I think it's also a little crowded for the adult movie space. I think Ford versus Ferrari and Beautiful yep. Day in Neighborhood share some audience. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I, I think there is some overlap too with the Frozen Two and, and mm-hmm. uh, yep. out there too. So, yep, agree. So, um, but otherwise, I think it should be fine. It should be north of fifty million. So, a uh, interesting weekend in the box office. I expect both movies uh, to hold well, and we have a couple new releases uh, to talk about. Uh, this week as we head to Thanksgiving. Uh first, let's get into it, uh, Ken. You've been waiting for this uh, I don't know about all year, but certainly for the last my entire of... life. <laughs> <laughs> More than we... anything in the world, Ron. This this podcast will be rated at NC17 because Ken is going to be using very, very, very um uh, very bad language to describe his love for this movie. Uh knives out. Uh, which is directed by ryan johnson starring daniel craig chris evans jimmy lee curtis and a host of other um other stars uh in this movie you saw this last night i did you did um let's let's save your thoughts for a little bit later because i want to try and get your uh, analysis of the storylines before we get into what actually happened so Knives Out, I think. I think the the chief storyline for Knives Out. Let's just be clear. So Knives Out is a looks is is a murder mystery story. It looks to be. So I think last year we had uh, Murder on the Orient Express, which was sort of like a throwback. I mean, it was an Ag- Agatha Christie uh, adaptation, and it was uh, done in the mold of a very classic style whodunit in the Agatha Christie mold. So this year, another. It, it looks. Like an old fashioned whodunit, but it's very modernized, very hip and stylish. That's very clear from the trailers. Also fits in with Ryan Johnson's style. And again, the first storyline I think of this is Ryan Johnson. This is his first. This is his first project after um, Last Jedi uh, from the Star Wars universe, which I think was liked by most. Uh, certainly, I-, I won't call it controversial, but it's very polarizing. Certainly amongst the Star Wars fans and interesting that this is this is his next project uh, coming out of it. So Ken, I'll let you have it. Uh overview <laughs> of where Ryan Johnson stood for you. let I want to ask you where he stood for you before Star Wars and then after Star Wars and then now heading into Knives Out. Okay, where he so, stands in
1: mind. Yeah, so I was an early we might call like an early adopter of of Ryan Johnson. Um, <laughs> you know like you know I have like uh, an indie band that you discover before everybody else and <laughs> Then right. they like hit it big and and you know everybody's talking about him. Right. right. Um uh, it kind of felt like that because like he he made the movie Brick back in I want to say like 2005, um, which was really well received by critics, but it didn't necessarily find an uh a wider audience. Um but then you know it, it kind of like it, it kind of grew by word of mouth almost on online. Um and then he he did the brothers bloom. And then he did um, Looper in 2012 or 13, uh, and and then got the Star Wars gig for uh, Episode Eight, which ended up being the Last Jedi. And it's just like you you see like a guy that you're already like a big fan of from his earlier work, mm-hmm. and then he gets like the most coveted franchise like project. As it's, it's just it's really cool to see, um, and you're like rooting for him. And so that's kind so, of where my like unabashed fanboyness
0: at um right he and, from. and he was a uh, breaking bad director as well
1: yeah he did a couple of yeah. episodes of, of breaking bad um yeah. some of the some of the uh more more well-received and popular episodes like uh they did a uh, basically a bottle episode uh i think it's called the fly uh where walt and and um mm-hmm. jesse are basically stuck in the lab and right. they can't leave because they have to clean it but they can't clean it 100% because there's a like a fly right. in the right. room that's like making impurities or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which is also so. the most polarizing breaking bad episode. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I def- did not know that. Yes. Yes. And so uh,
1: it's yeah there's he, but he did, he did probably at least two episodes maybe up to up to like four. Uh, in the, in the in
0: the show, yeah, I thought um, he, I thought he did at least one per season, if not more. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm not sure about that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I... he
1: started until like
0: like season three or
1: four. Oh, you might have done like fair. one yeah. per episode, like one per season after that, right? Um, yeah, like Brick is Brick is one of my favorite movies from the 2000s, just because it's it's basically uh like a neo noir qu- crime thriller, mm-hmm. uh with, with like classic dialogue, but it's it's told. In modern day, at like a, a high school, yeah. So it's it's a real like contrast in styles,
0: and, it, right, and he pulls right. it off So would you say he is your number one director? Uh,
1: um, maybe not number one, but he's definitely in the top ten. So um,
0: not not objectively, but subjectively, like in terms of your C don't see, like he would have the highest. Score. Oh yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. Like yeah. him. Um, I mean Nolan, obviously he's he's right up there for me too um villeneuve uh the guy that did mm-hmm. um you know the blade runner 2049 yeah. and a bunch of other movies this decade he's like yeah. the, the, those guys are basically appointment viewing for me yeah.
0: yeah yeah he does i mean he's certainly from looper and now with last jedi he has his own style and it's and yeah. it's again it's he's one of those directors when you don't even know you don't even need to know he's directing before going into it you kind of see his especially his his um this dialogue style and the way he films, right. um, talking very Quentin. Uh, I mean, him and Tarantino are very different directors, but they're similar in terms of, they really make their mark distinct. with. Yeah. Yep. They're very distinct. Like the language yep. is very distinct. The, yeah. The and, and the other thing that distinct. I
1: would, yeah. The other thing I would say is he's a writer director too. So I, yeah. I don't think he's done a movie that he hasn't also written. So. Right. Yeah, that's, Correct. I mean, yeah. that's, that's another reason why I'm a big fan of his, is just that. He does both of those and he does original yep. stuff for the most part. So it's 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 good to see that kinda yep. being rewarded and thriving uh so I think, in, in Hollywood
0: So I think the murder mystery format is a good match um with him. I think my only concern is does he try and make it too hip and too stylish? That sort of obscures the fundamental mystery. I will, well, I'll ask you to answer that a little bit later on since you have seen it. Um, mm-hmm. but I want to get to first this, this other notion of murder mysteries in terms of being a movie, uh, formats and murder mysteries are kind of fundamental, um, fundamentally appealing format for not just the big screen, but for television and stage and board games. Um, but interestingly, there really isn't much of a recent history for for murder mysteries uh, on the big screen, um, especially when you get past like 1985 mm. or so. There really isn't much. I, I, here, here's sort of the most notable ones of the last, I don't know, 20 years. We have Murder in the Orient Express, Express as we talked about. Uh-huh. Girl with a girl with a dragon tattoo, uh, L.A. Confidential. Yep. This is listed as a as a murder mystery. I, it's yes and no. The fugitive. Um, yeah,
1: uh, I mean, he's trying to piece together who killed his wife. He is. Know.
0: Yeah, it's. It, I guess it's half. So like, it's half murder mystery, half a chase movie, and it, and it really yep. works on both uh, yes. elements. I think, but I think a murder mystery. I mean, the way I I think of it is more. Here are like eight defined suspects and. You as the audience are sort of trying to go through the movie, figuring out right. which one did it, whereas that's not really the case with the fugitive. So I mean,
1: um, yeah, I, I think there's a couple different kinds. Like that's that's definitely like the Agatha Christie, right? Um, right. Um, what's the other guy? Uh, there, there's a few. There's a few of them that are yeah, like that, right, uh, right? And then and then you get more like generalized, like who's the killer kind of. So-
0: right so there's rollers yep so there's lots of movies where someone is framed for a crime or murder they didn't commit and they have yeah. to like the fugitive or just again right trying to figure out who you know general's daughter is, that's just what immediately comes to mind uh that was um mm-hmm. you know a rape not instead of murder but again it's part of i guess it's a mystery i guess you're right it's like not the classic format but it's a different style more modern yeah but this but as that looks to be obviously you know the yeah it's the it's more in line with style. Like, yeah, yeah
1: it's 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 definitely like in the Agatha Christie mold mm-hmm. uh, like the and also like uh clue from 1985 although less <laughs> less overtly com- comedic
0: right Yep. And um and Gosford Park is another one. Yeah, uh, which yep. Yep. I still haven't seen, but, but I didn't even know. I just saw first- that
1: for the first time this year. It's actually it's really good.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know it yeah. was a mystery. I think if I did, I would have seen it uh, sooner or or at all. I, so, yeah, I had no idea too. So yeah, so that's about it for this, this style of format. Um so it's I think it's it's always kind of fan-friendly. There's obviously a much richer um history of it on the TV. I mean there there were scores of Murder She Wrote style, you know, Ironside. Right.
1: Uh, Actually, shows. Murder She Wrote pops up on uh, TV in one of the scenes for in uh, in Night oh, of. Okay. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. right, right. So yeah, so it's I think it's always fun to have one of these, at least one of these a year. Um, so you know, good for Ryan Johnson for bringing this to the big screen. Then the last storyline is Daniel Craig, uh, who is the he was a chief detective in this. Um, I'm. I'm sort of on the fence whether I like him outside of the James Bond role. I'm not sure. He he. Speaking of murder mysteries, he was in um, *Girl with the Dragon Tattoo*. I don't know mm-hmm. if he made a ton of sense there. I think another actor would have made that a far more compelling role in movie. Um, what are your thoughts on Daniel Craig and his life outside of? Uh, I'm I'm
1: a, I'm a big fan. I think. Really? Uh, yeah, just I think you haven't necessarily seen the right ones yet to to yeah. win you over um he he had a very funny uh supporting role in uh 2017 in uh Steven Soderbergh's Logan Lucky where he plays this uh this thief that gets sprung out of jail uh to help with the heist that uh, is the central part of that movie um he does not really <laughs> his his hair's like dyed blonde and he's got this thick like West Virginia accent and right. Right. And it, and, and in knives out. He's this like Southern fried, like investigator that gets uh, pulled into the, into the question of, of whether this was
0: a murder or a suicide. Yeah. My judgment is entirely based off of his cameo in uh, the golden compass. So that's, uh, Oh, Oh, <laughs> that was, no, no, that was... No, 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 no. I'm joking.
1: I'm joking. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> I know, very early. Very early. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's fine. I think some of it, a lot of it when it comes to actors is actors like ability is just how much you connect with this a particular star. And I don't know, I think he's he just comes off. Again, I've not seen Logan. Lucky keep gushing about him in that movie. Um, but in other, movie. <laughs> I, I'm sure it,
1: it really it's It's like it's redneck uh, Ocean's Eleven.
0: Right. They're if really it came brilliant. out in more than 800 theaters, I'm sure maybe I could make my way to see it. it but uh, it was, it had a
1: wide <laughs> release. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh it's Redneck Redneck Ocean's 11 isn't accurate. They call it actually call The Heist in the movie um Ocean 711. Oh,
0: that's how oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's, I think
1: I think with with Craig uh in the last couple of years He's kind of doing, he's, he's branching out and showing kind of more of a comedic side to him yeah. than that you've gotten. He's taking, I mean, before this, he's had a lot of more serious roles, obviously with bond and stuff, there's a little bit of, of levity to the character, but he's also, he's also a grittier bond. Right. Right. That We've gotten in the past and, um, so,
0: so you're bullish.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm bullish.
0: So you're bullish on him post bond to have a nice little career. If, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm
1: interested also. to see where where he, what his post-Bond career is. Yeah.
0: All right. Fair enough. So um, I think the last story on just bears mentioning is, uh, and I was going to say this for C, but we can talk about it briefly. Chris Evans, um, I think is a, is a story on coming out of this, obviously his first role since Avengers Endgame, game, um, where he played a very, um, very, very uh, good natured, wholesome heroic character yeah. right a wholesome wholesome role and it's very clear from the trailers and this was i think very purposeful that he's not playing he's not he's not yes. playing that typecast role at all uh he's got a bit of a potty mouth uh, in him and uh <laughs> and you know, what was your what was your take on your excitement level for that and for chris evans as an actor heading into the movie
1: uh yeah chris evans i've um i've been a fan of his since before he was even captain america he was in this uh, sci-fi movie called Sunshine that's directed by Danny Boyle, and I thought he was really good in that. Um, I, I even thought like he was the best part of the uh, the Fantastic Four movies that he was a part of
0: way back mm, when. Right. So, right. yeah, um, that, that feels like a hundred million years ago.
1: I know it really does. <laughs> uh, totally, it, it's, it's weird to think that he was in that MTV movie with Scarlett Johansson too back like around like early two thousands Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or like they like break into like their high school to like steal the SAT scores or something like that. Um, Yeah. I don't remember that. I I don't even remember the title. I just remember that they were anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, Yeah. It's, it's his character is really fun uh, in this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And he looks like he's having a good time and I really hope he's able to branch out a little bit. Um, I, I, again, I think he can be a really classic action star uh, if he wants it. And, but it's always good to see, any of these action stars in different types of movies. Yeah. So, uh, so it should be fun. Uh, let's get to, let's Let's do see. Don't see. And then, and then i will get your thoughts on the movie. Um, okay. So we'll just, we'll just do all that again. Answer these as if you hadn't seen the movie. and you know that, right? <laughs> Okay. okay. Uh, so you don't see, we'll give our scores from negative three to positive three on how interested we are to see the movie just based off of this category, these categories alone ryan johnson i can already pencil in your five uh, here <laughs> there, you're three, three weighted as a three <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yeah like yeah. anything he does i'm i'm in
0: uh, i am a one i am one Ooh, Mr. wow johnson. all right murder oh, mystery like real quick like what movies of his have you seen last jedi saw looper uh i think that's it i haven't seen okay Rick. never even heard of brick before you oh uh, wow yeah okay. Just seek
1: so. that one out. It's really good.
0: Yeah, and again, I liked Last Jedi. I think it has problems as a trilogy, as part of the trilogy, but it's I liked it as a standalone movie. And Looper, I really, I really liked it as well. Next, murder mystery. All you know about the movie is is it is a murder mystery in the style of like an Ag- Agatha Christie uh, I, adaptation.
1: I think I'm a, I think I'm a two on this, but I. I only because of the the kind of dearth of variety in the, the last couple of years of the yeah, genre right, for like the last right. like 20 years or so um, yeah. I, I I really like I thought I thought uh murder on the Orient Express was a little uneven um, yeah but in general like I really I really love when the these like who done it uh, murder mysteries are are well executed
0: yeah it's it's a format that it could feed. I mean, especially in today's Hollywood. I mean, you, you should be able to get any star you not any star you want. because There's a couple that would be too expensive, but there's right. plenty of former stars that would love to be in this type of thing, just oh, like yeah. Ryan Johnson got. So there's lots of different possibilities, and I think there's just lots a of great different settings, too, yeah. right? And there's lots yeah. of different settings you could do this in as well. Uh, yeah. You just need to look back at it's, some of the Murder She Wrote style yeah. shows. You know, I mean,
1: part part of the problem too is though, if if it's not done well, it can it, it, it's a problem when the when a movie like this thinks it's smarter than it actually is. Right,
0: right. You know that's the only thing that kind of holds it back for me. Yeah, and episode. you have to have a really good mystery because if the if the half the audience figures it out twenty minutes right. through, then you know it's not as fun. So it is is a little bit of a risk, but uh, again, it's so a year two. You said one or two. Yes, I'm a two. Two. I am a two as well. Uh, Daniel Craig uh i'm gonna say
1: two on him as well i've, I've been a big fan of him as bond uh I've, I've enjoyed him in some of the other movies that i've seen him in over the last like 10 years as well um and I, th- I think the bonds that he's been in it, it feels like they alternate between good and bad unfortunately but yeah. i think he's he's been pretty solid in all of them so i'm, I'm a fan
0: yeah, uh, um, I'm not a. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan. So we we are very opposed on this. Again, I, f- I just find him a little aloof and not particularly. I think you find him hysterical and Lucky Logan, whatever. Um, Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. <laughs> say it right. <laughs> luck be a Logan tonight. Luck I don't be <laughs> <laughs> um, to know. Is definitely not my favorite Bond. Um, I, I'm a minus two on him. Who is your favorite Bond? Pierce I'm Brosnan. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm with you.
0: Yeah, Brosnan's. Yeah, Brosnan's my favorite. Um, I think. I think he had. I think he's pretty much a total package, to be honest. And I think. He, I think he would have been awesome in the grittier world of Bond that Daniel Craig, is kind of in. Um, but but I think Brosnan was great for the classic style Bond as well. So that's. I agree. Yeah, that's that's where I kind of land. But I've I've a lot of respect for the Roger Moore version as well as uh, the Sean Connery, of course. Yeah, that's uh... all right. Next, all you know about the movie is it's often branded as hip and stylish in the trailers and by the critical reviews. So you're in. That's all you know about. It. It's a very hip movie and a very stylish movie.
1: Very uh, that nice. d- that, that doesn't necessarily move the needle for me. I'm going to put that. <laughs> I'm going to put that as zero.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of a minus one because I definitely don't like um, my, the 2019 version of hip and stylish for the most part. <laughs> uh, I like 2009 version of it, but not not 2019. Just it's, okay, it's- boomer. <laughs> yeah exactly uh okay all you know what the movie is not only is it star chris evans but it stars chris evans with a with a very big potty mouth so you're getting a lot of uh foul language from chris evans it really now. is america's ass <laughs> <laughs> see or don't see uh
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna put chris evans uh in that role a, a solid two
0: solid two yes i yes i am i think chris evans is it two. chris evans is a potty mouth that's probably a one for me um so yeah put me down as a one i mean just because someone swears doesn't make it automatically funny like many people it's like it's it's like you see an eight-year-old in a movie it's okay but if eight-year-old swears it's like oh my god that's the funniest thing ever i mean it's like we've seen this for 30 years how is it any more different than it was 20 anyway 20 years ago uh next i know i'm an old fart Next, Jamie Lee Curtis. All you know is Jamie Lee Curtis has a supporting role in the movie. See or don't see?
1: I'm generally a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis. I wish Mm -hmm. she was in more things.
0: Um, I'm going to put her at a one. One as well for me. Next, our lastly. So I tried to keep this to seven categories, so I had to kind of cram uh, the remaining actors in here. So all you know about the movie is – it features Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, and Tony Collette in supporting roles in the movie. See or don't see?
1: Honestly, like that's a three for me. <laughs> I, like Don Johnson's like having a, a a little bit of a moment right now, yeah. I think. Right. Which is which is kind of cool to see. Right. With right. uh, you know, being a watchman uh and and now this. So um yeah. I'm I'm here for the the Don Johnson Renaissance. I, uh uh, michael shannon i think is one of the best uh actors of the of this generation that's currently working and tony collette is is uh phenomenal too so i'm on board with all three wait 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 back up michael shannon
0: is one of the best actors this generation yes yes although
1: uh, i will admit i will readily admit if the only thing uh, i was not i was not ready
0: i was not ready for that if
1: if the only things that you've seen him in are things like uh superman or (laughs) or, you know then that's going to be a problem and and a head scratcher for you i understand (laughs) so he's he's been in some of my favorite movies of of the last decade he's he's done some amazing
0: work is he better or worse than leo dicaprio (sighs) <sighs>
1: as as a as a pure actor, I'd say he's better.
0: Christian Bale.
1: Oh man, um, <laughs> they're totally different actors. Well, that's same even, for the even, actor too. Like,
0: he <laughs> didn't qualify this. He just I, said, "I know, he's,
1: I know." He's a he's a phenomenal actor. Okay. Dude. Okay, I'll just well, leave it. That.
0: only took two actors to break go, to break and qualify that go,
1: statement. Go see, take shelter.
0: Okay, I will. Okay, okay. Uh, I am also a three on that trio. I do like all three of those. You uh, give actors. me grief, and then you agree with you, you come up with the same story. I, score. I <laughs> like Michael Shannon without saying he's one of the greatest <laughs> actors of our generation. My he God. is. He really. is. come on, his general Zod was terrible. I mean, it was. Can, was but that's to, not on him. <laughs> greatest act at least, uh, the greatest actor of any generation would not have bombed that performance like he did whatever <laughs>
1: that movie was a bomb ne- in general ne- ne- so.
0: nevertheless I d- nevertheless i do enjoy michael shannon and uh, and all three he's, of them. don johnson yeah. as well so uh okay so your score is a 13 out of seven and mine is a five out of seven so I'm a lukewarm interest, uh, but some interest, and in you are, of course, you have very solid interest uh, in this movie. All right, I'm going to have two bonus questions.
1: Okay.
0: Um, first, if Ryan Johnson also starred in the movie as a detective, oh. in addition to writing and directing it, would you be even more interested than you already were heading into I
1: would movie? be worried because that, that screams M. Night Shyamalan to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I would I would be less interested... What? Because, <laughs> because I would I would be worried that it's going to be like uh, that water movie that that uh, I don't. M. M. I, don't
0: made. I don't believe you. I think you would have I, fought hey. like five months ahead of time if you, no. If you could. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, me, I would. Way, way, way less interested. Okay. <laughs> Second, if the movie had a 10% Rotten tomato score, mm. 10% Rotten tomato score, would you be more or less or the or same interest? First before.
1: of all, I reject your premise. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Second of all, don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> don't you put that evil on me. And uh, three, I would, I would be uh, just sad and, and probably <laughs> crying it's... in the fetal position and unable to get out of bed. So I would be less interested because... I wouldn't be able to get to the movie theater to see it because I'd be so depressed.
0: So that's interesting. I would just assume you would like rip the critics. Like, there's no way. Like, this is an well. I mean, the I would have, have to see it, but I would who?
1: have no, 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 no. I would, I would, I would have to see it, but I would have severe trepidation about going in to see it, and and concerns like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, like what, what happened? How did? Yeah, the- <laughs> have things gone uh, off the rails and <laughs> right
0: it was the yeah. actor's fault
1: like he still wasn't amazing. no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make excuses for somebody if they make a bad movie <laughs> or, or try to rationalize it for myself okay. just okay. to make myself feel better
0: right 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 okay well uh it turns out you did see it i and did it out, and it turns out you loved it so <laughs> tell us give us a review
1: yeah it's uh it's not going to dispel the notion that i'm a I'm a bash fanboy of ryan johnson because right right, right. It, it's a really fun movie it uh it, it hit all all the buttons and really left me satisfied um it, it's a very it's so the whole thing is um the the patriarch of the family uh is found with an apparent suicide uh, uh the day after morning after his 85th birthday and you know the whole family that he's basically supported for most of their their lives um, all have reasons or suspicions as to why they could have been the person that uh, committed the murder, uh, as it were. And um, is it's a great cast. They're, the family are just a bunch of horrible human beings. <laughs> no, I mean not not completely horrible, but they're they're not. Uh, not great people and, right, um, right. and so it's, it's fun to watch some of them squirm at times and and you know be against one another and uh, so another uh, a surprising I don't know if, if this is giving away too much of the movie so maybe we have to edit this part out but they actually give away the the murder as it were uh, like early on in the movie. And so then, like the rest of the movie is kind of like, whether, whether Daniel Craig's detective uh, mm. investigator is going to actually figure it out, and how long the person that did it can string it out and and
0: pull it off. Or, oh, okay. So it's, um, a little, so it's a little it's, col- so it turns into Columbo, you know, at the a end. little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, and,
1: and and there's all. It's, and not just that, but at the end, there is also a twist to everything as well. So it's a very twisty movie. Um, okay. There's a little bit of politics in it. Uh, basically, it's like <laughs> during uh, like flashbacks to the birthday party, uh, you basically get uh, like the worst um, Thanksgiving family dinner conversation about politics that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it it does kind of like take shots at both sides for for right. that right um, so it's it's not like overtly like anti-trump or I mean I mean that's in there, but it's also like taking some shots at like the the kind of airheaded um person that's you know <laughs> making not the greatest arguments either yeah so, right uh, <clears throat> yeah well, uh, what else do you what else do you want to know
0: I think that's about it because i, okay. I I plan on. I'm going to try and see this in the theater. Uh, yeah, I would say perfect, the, it's a perfect date you, movie. I think, but uh, the less
1: so. the less you know about the movie, the the, the better, and great the yep. more you'll enjoy it. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So I think that's true for audience as well.
1: And it so it really this, is like it's sorry, uh, but there also it's the cool part about it is that you can kind of see some of the seams of of what's going on, like like a you know how when you have these kind of movies and you see certain scenes and you're like, okay, something's happening there. That's going to, that's, that's going to be, you know, it's going to call back. The movie's going to call back to that later on. Right. Um, And you just like, you can see those kind of being set up, but you're also not sure how it's all going to pay off at the end. Right. right. So it's, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun watch.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Very good. Maybe
1: it maybe does at like some people might complain. It does a little too much. Uh, there's a little too much going on in the movie to make it like, you know, a uh, five star movie or whatever. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's 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 really fun.
0: OK. All right. Well, let's uh, so it should be an interesting Thanksgiving uh, movie. Take the family out to uh, to solve a mystery. Uh, I would say the next new release that's coming on Thanksgiving. That's not would not call it a family friendly movie is a uh, Queen <laughs> and Slim, a uh, different type of movie. Uh, has an 89% Rotten Tomato score right now. Uh, the plot of this movie is basically uh, there's a couple that's going out on a first date. They're a black man and a black woman. They're pulled over for a traffic infraction. Um, the situation escalates, and um, the man, the black man, kills the police officer in self-defense. However, that's they know that's not how the public is going to see it, and they could be in trouble for murdering a police officer. And then it turns into presumably a chase movie, um, where they go on the run, and um, and they have to figure out sort of how to how to sort of fix this, uh, presumably if it if it even is fixable. So this stars Daniel Kaluuya uh, as well as Jody Turner Smith, and so this isn't expected to be a huge movie in the box office. So we'll get to our predictions a little bit it's about around the ten million dollar range. Uh, again, very positive feedback, possible Oscar contender. Yeah, um, this is the buzz. Yeah, and so again, the main storyline for me is uh, Daniel Kaluuya, um, who is starting to become a rising star. He got famous with Get Out. He was also had a key role in Widows. Uh, Ken, your thoughts on Daniel Kaluuya?
1: Oh, I'm I'm a big fan, like you are. Um, yeah. Especially, yeah, like you said, Get Out and and um, and Widows. That yeah. was a particularly that it was such a different role from what I've seen him do in uh, mm-hmm. anything else. And he was he was completely menacing in, in that movie.
0: Yeah. So, and he's an actor I really I really want to see more of. I really want to see him uh, stretch his wings a little bit and really see what he can do in different genres and have him just be in fun role, fun and also meaningful roles. And this one, you know, it looks to be more on the meaningful side, yeah. but could also be uh, potentially powerful depending on the reception yeah. this gets, how the movie actually turns out. Because again, only the yeah. critics. It, it feels sense.
1: like it has a little bit of a um, Bonnie and Clyde uh, feel to it. Yeah, Just with I, the whole like they become kind of like folk heroes as they're on the
0: run. Yeah, right. That's a, that's so a good. I'm, I'm kind of
1: interested to see how that uh, how that plays yeah. in uh,
0: much of a modern day Bonnie and Clyde, but obviously with more of a tragic bent because right. this is sort of the reality for you know um, exactly some of yeah. the African American community um, as it deals with racial profiling, which is obviously a real issue. Uh, let's just jump into see don't see. Uh, only a few categories for this one. Uh, let's start with Daniel Kaluuya. See or don't see?
1: Uh, I think I'm a two on him after after mm-hmm. his, his more recent stuff.
0: Yeah. Yep. I think I am as well. Uh, all you know about the movie is it's timely, according to the crim, according <laughs> to the critics. It's a very timely movie. Uh, see or don't see? Um, I got a feeling you're going to go negative on this one, but I'm. <laughs> i i
1: i i'm gonna go with a one on this a one okay yeah um i I do kind of like because i yeah i'm gonna go with the one i i I think that um sometimes those those timely movies are (laughs) are important
0: and and good to see okay so here's my thing uh (laughs) I, i believe art is timeless so yep. I think really good art stands the test of time and is not, is not only good for a certain period or decade at which it was shown. So if that's what critics are hyping when it comes to their uh, critique of the movie, I am extremely skeptical. Um, so I am – before without knowing anything else about it, I am probably a minus two. My, my, mm. Minus two because, again, I'm just – if that's my takeaways, oh, this is such a timely movie. Then you're really entering more from a political or some other cultural point of view than just enjoying. It's the, true, the, but the, I the, mean,
1: the yeah, it's a, it's important to you can be timely, but also have timeless themes. That of course, yes,
0: you know. definitely. And I'm, yeah. again, I'm not saying it's I, I would. Again, it's just one factor out of many, um, you know, but if, if that's if that's what I if that's what I mean, that's a buzzword from the critics entering the movie. Right. Um, just, I'm initially skeptical. Uh, racial profiling. All you know is racial profiling is a very central is a important plot point in the movie. See or don't mm. see. Um, probably
1: a zero. And, uh, uh, yeah, and I haven't seen enough. Of it as a central point of a movie to to have an opinion about it one way, right. way or the other. I yeah, mean, there, I there's it's been, it's been elements in some movies like you, you know go back to Widows. There was there was a, a scene where um yeah the, uh the the son of somebody is racially profiled and ends up getting right. shot and killed. So right right. That, yeah. I mean, that's a plot that's, element to that movie, but it's it very, wasn't like it wasn't like a central like theme of it. It just kind of like touched on it.
0: Well, it's not, so, so the CRMC wasn't, as was a theme, it was a plot point. And really the MacGuffin yeah. is probably the most accurate descriptor of it. Like that's mm-hmm. what makes the movie go. It's like the that's
1: catalyst. What, yeah. It's the, the, the catalyst. catalyst everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, um, so I'm a one, I think it's, um, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a very important subject. Um, and it's timely even <laughs> I, I, I make sure, I made sure not to say <laughs> that word. Um, yeah. No, but it's very—it's a very cinematic, um, right? And very compelling catalyst, you know, to a movie. So I'm interested to see. I'll—I'll you know.
1: I'll just say I'll put it this way: as it zero, it's not going to—it's not going to draw me to the theater, but it's also not going to completely like turn me off to a movie.
0: Yes, if, if
1: it's—if it's part of the movie, that's what I mean by saying a zero. Gotcha.
0: All right, last category. Uh, all you know is it's, it's a chase movie. All you know is that the uh, the heroes are on the run for most mm. of the movie. See or don't see. I
1: kind of like these movies. Um, I I'm do gonna, too. I'm gonna yeah. not. I'm not like all the way in on them. So uh, I'll probably um, either like a probably probably just a one, leaning toward a two. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even going back to something, even if they're not. Uh, oh, what's that mo- uh, Clint Eastwood movie, A Perfect World, with Kevin Costner from like the the mid '90s? Like even oh. that's a that's a even that's a good movie. Like yeah, you know, he's, yeah, you know so. i I do like those movies
0: yeah yeah me too any escape from prison that's like a chase movie again Mm -hmm. movies like the fugitive i'm pretty in on um it does it does depend on other factors but you're a one i think i'm a one a strong one strong yeah me too okay so your score is a four out of four categories my score is a two out of four categories so we're both a little interested. I only had one bonus question before we get to box office predictions. Yep. Um, if superpowers were involved, one way or the <laughs> other, whether the cop had it, whether the Daniel Kalua or his girlfriend has it, um, somehow superpowers were involved. Was that making you more or less interested?
1: I feel like this would be like the um, – the, you remember that movie Chronicle? Yes. Couple, it feels like that. Would, it would be that kind of movie. Right, with, right. With yep. superpowers. hmm um, yeah i don't know about that one i i probably less just because yeah, i feel like we have so many superpower movies as it is like we yeah. don't need to we don't need to blend uh blend it into everything
0: yeah i agree um uh, doesn't need it and it's actually more compelling without it uh yes i just wanted to ask a question make sure mm. okay let's get to we'll do we'll do some quick rotten tomato reviews uh knives out uh just to bug ken i'm only gonna read the negative reviews <laughs> uh, yeah, we already heard ken's positive review uh, from lael lowenstein from film week It is a great cast but mostly underutilized it had a lot of interesting elements looking like an i spy book come to life but it wasn't quite sharp enough if you will do you agree with that
1: i don't <laughs> i mean I, there are definitely some actors in in the movie and it's a it's a phenomenal cast yeah. Uh, that you wish had like more to do. Mm-hmm. But it it's definitely an ensemble and it works. It, I, I, I thought everybody worked well together. Okay. Um so right, how
0: about how about this one? I like it, but I don't love it. It wants to be an Agatha Christie film and its setup is pretty spot on, but its payoff is pretty clumsy. Agree or disagree?
1: Mm, I, I see where they're coming from. Okay. But I liked it more than that.
0: <laughs> okay all right uh let's do queen and slim uh really see, you're pop- only
1: doing the negative reviews? Uh, yes i am I wow. Learned-
0: <laughs> wow uh Sher- sherry linden from hollywood reporter for queen and slim it's a road movie that's timely the plot reverberates with recent news stories heartrending and enraging but also untethered from headlines or the calendar unfolding a dreamscape defined by love and community empowerment and the art of survival uh jamie broadnecks from black girl nerds uh queen and slim is a film that punches you in the gut it is powerful and wrought with so much emotion that its ending will leave you speechless uh negative review from jm Matore from birth, birth movies death these blogs or something uh, the film wants so badly to inspire and impart meaning that it forgets to include interiority and nuance i've never heard that word interiority have you yeah
1: interior life yeah I mean, interior, I don't know if it's an official word, but
0: interiority.
1: I, I get what they're saying, but yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Jake Cole from Slate Magazine for a spell, Melina Mustax's film exudes a concision of an old B movie. Okay. Uh, all right, so let's do predictions. We'll start with Knives Out. So again, doing predictions is tricky for Thanksgiving week because yeah, it's. Gonna I was going to ask you about today we're going to go by boxoffice.coms friday saturday sunday um okay. range so we so they're predicti- so the projections are somewhere in the 15 to 25 range for knives out um, boxoffice.com is an 18.5 million dollar prediction this has been trending up for the last month or so um, ken we'll start with you 100 million s- 150 million <laughs> D- due to you and you alone, you're gonna see this like ten more. I'm times buying out of the theater. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I'm gonna say seventeen five. Okay, seventeen five. I think. Uh, yeah, I, you're going it's, 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 it's hard to it's hard to project. Uh, well, you got a movie that's releasing on
0: Wednesday. You know. Right. 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 So you think everyone's gonna rush out to see this Wednesday night?
1: I okay. I don't. I I just think it's gonna be. I, I think the I think the It's gonna be more spread out over the five days. So okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I'm a little nervous about I wanna go high on this, um, because high Rotten Tomatoes score, murder mystery. I think there's an appetite for this movie, Chris Evans, the whole thing. Um, I I'm a little worried about the crowded marketplace that we have right now, and it is Mm -hmm. super crowded. I mean it is not not only with uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood in Frozen 2, but also even going back weeks to like Midway and stuff like that. That's yeah. still in the theater. Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. So it is really crowded. Um, I'm I'm I really want to go in the 20s, but I'm just going to go. I'm going to go a shade under 20. I'm going to go 19.5 uh, for that. I'm going to go high in that. So uh, Queen and Slim. So Queen and Slim is again five to ten million dollar range box office.com is predicting 7.5 million again it's going to be a small opening uh ken your prediction
1: i'm going to say six
0: that mm, was Just, that was what i was gonna yeah. do well, uh you should have gone first then I, I should have i will go i was i will go seven then i will go okay. yeah okay so that's that's a wrap on this week um we will. We will not be back next. We're going to take next week off. Uh, it's a very uh, dead week in the movies. It's one of those mm-hmm. deadest weeks of the entire year for reasons I still don't quite understand. Um, but it's for the better because I think all that's opening next week is Playmobile, uh, is Playmobile, uh, Playmobil. Playmobile, Playmobile. Yeah, which has like a twenty percent Rotten Tomatoes score right now, and it's probably going to come and go uh, with a whimper. Uh, so we're going to. So we have. Uh, so we will. There will be no new episode next week. We'll be back the following week for Jumanji, the Jumanji sequel. Mm. And then after that, we have Rise of Skywalker. Are, are uh,
1: we going to do – just a quick question. Are we going to do Richard Jewell that week as well with is Jumanji? That, is that, yeah, we'll do, yeah, we'll do Richard Jewell, definitely. Okay. Uh, what about Black Christmas?
0: <laughs> uh, we might I'm guessing, mention, yeah, I'm guessing yeah. no. <laughs> we might mention it, yeah. I mean, it, Black Christmas is the same – We're on the same type of open as Richard Jewell. So, yeah, we'll make a little mention of it. We'll spend most of our time on Jumanji. Um, But then the following week, we have Cats and Star Wars. That's going to be a big week. Uh, And
1: Bombshells opening wide. Wow. Oh, yeah. Bombshell. Actually, Uh, I saw the trailer for that in front of uh, Knives Out last night. It actually kind of looked interesting.
0: Yeah. No, I'm sure it will be. Uh, I was
1: surprised. That was the first of anything I'd seen of it.
0: Yeah. Um, And then... Yep, and then we'll have a big, and then we have after that, spies in disguise, little women, uncut gems, and then, uh, and then that wraps up 2019. So, box office preview will finish out uh, the year strong, uh, and then we'll, we will probably take a probably a six week hiatus, um, uh, heading into 2020. Take a little bit of a breather as we get ready. We'll still be back with Oscar podcasts, and we'll mm-hmm. be back with content. But as far as the weekly movie. Uh, preview. We'll probably take a little bit of a four to six week respite um heading to although I think we're gonna have to do Dr. Doolittle for one reason and that is we need a whole podcast to figure out what the hell Robert Downey Jr. is doing with his little finger accent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just <laughs> like I,
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> like are they gonna fix that in the next trailer or are they just gonna let it run? Because I I, 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 mean, I I say lean into it. Right. That I go I, with I, it. I tend to agree, but we might, so we might need a whole podcast just to figure that out. Good. So, um, so yeah, so that's it. So we'll see you in two weeks. So check out the onstage blog podcast network for all your podcast needs for theater and movie releases. Check out movie court uh, and check out. Oh, what else do we have? A uh, desperately seeking entertainment. Check out movie musical shakedown. We have over a dozen podcasts. Check them all out. No need to go anywhere else. We'd like to thank you for spending your time with us. Uh, if you have an email uh, question to send us, email us at onstagebop at gmail uh, It could be bonus questions, see so don't see, or any type of questions. Uh, if it's good, well, we'll read it on the air and check us out on Twitter. Greggy three 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 for me, Ken Jones eighty one for Ken, and also follow. And, us- oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Also, no, go ahead.
1: <laughs> also, on stage Bop. On Twitter, isn't that that's what right? You think?
0: Follow us there. We will have updates, podcast announcements. We will answer Twitter questions. Anything you want, uh, uh, that will be handled on there as well. So, uh, hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving again. Indeed. Thank you for giving us. Uh, thank you for letting us talk movies uh, for all these for all these podcasts, and we love doing it. And thank you for being our listener. And thank you for giving us five stars. So. Uh, again, if you're if you are going to the movies, if you've had enough of your family and going to go sneak out to the movies, enjoy, be safe, eat lots of turkey. Go see Ken- the
1: horrible family and Knives Out. it will make you
0: feel better about yours. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. For Ken Jones, this is Greg Earhart. We will see you in two weeks. Happy Thanksgiving. Adios. gobble. gobble. Sorry, sorry. Hang on. <laughs> what we said about interrupting unless it was absolutely, absolutely important. Yeah, you, you can have another lollipop. It's fine. Ash, okay. <laughs> I mean no, it though. Not be interrupted unless it's super important. Okay. okay thank you. All right. Lollipops are super important. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they they are.
1: And That's also, fun. your daughter stepped all over my joke.
0: I know. I, I well. <laughs> She thought it wasn't funny. That's why she (laughs) stepped (laughs) up. Oh, you're all set, honey. So remember, unless the house is on fire. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Eat a (laughs) lollipop. Fire and lollipops. That's that's right. Okay. Love you, honey. All right. Is the house on fire, honey? What? on the box and I fell on um, my really running dude I stood in the moon. Okay, all right. is it bleeding? Okay, you'll be fine. Just rest on the couch. Feel, yeah. Do you have the tablet? You can play games in the tablet. Okay. I don't want you anything. But... I'm, the next time I'm waiting to say is the house on fire? She's like, yes, yes. So I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> and Actually, the house is actually on fire. You know, they so start uh, smelling then, smoke right like she sets a house on fire to get my attention you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so we left off with the box office uh recap i think that was all we had to say about that so i think we could segue into the next topic okay all right so we're back in three two one